Chili Effect is sponsored by WallStreetWindow.com and listeners like you. And now, and now the, most, the most underrated voice in all, in all media, Chuck O'Chelly. July 21, 2022, allegedly according to the thing we call a calendar. <laughs> and it is a Friday night, which means that we're doing the open mic, the call-in show. And that means that you listening out there, if you're hearing us live just a little bit, I went slightly late to the stream. So it's uh, nearly 10 after 8 p.m. Eastern uh, in what we used to call the United States on the 21st day of July, 2023. Uh, if, if you're hearing us live, you can join us by dialing in at 319-527-5016. That is, number again is 319-527-5016. And you can also reach out to the show by sending me a message, charles.ocelli on Skype. And if you ask me to, I will call you into the show. So if you're not on my Skype list, you can request to get on there. I'll put you on. May not keep you there, but I will put you on. <laughs> so you can get on to the show and I'll call you. And that's free. Uh, you know, your toll calls or whatever, that might vary depending on where you are, who you are, what your plan is, etc. But most people in the United States can join us nice and easily at 319-527-5016. And I do have international numbers. So if you hear us internationally and you want to call in from another country and you just want to use your phone, uh, I can get you a, a number for each of the countries. Uh, but I don't advertise all those because there's like a list of, I don't know, 30. So I'm not going to sit here reading off all the numbers. Bad enough, I got to give you the phone number five, six, eight, ten times anyway. 319-527-5016. And we're going to talk some current events. We're going to go over God knows what, because you guys, when you come on the show, you always change the way it goes. Uh, this week, I don't know what we're going to cover, but I mean, cocaine in the White House, we had to cover for a couple of weeks. I think we're done with that for now. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk RFK Jr. Maybe we'll talk uh, other things in the news. Uh, maybe we'll just talk things in the world. Who knows? But that'll be determined by you. 319-527-5016. And as per usual, the most steady thing I'm doing lately uh, is getting together with my co-host, B. Pete, who is here. And uh, glad to have him along. And you can join us, like I said. So now, B. Pete, how are you doing, first of all? But uh, uh, secondly, th this is going to be... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I got an odd feeling about tonight. Um, I had some interesting stuff happen in the past few days. I was live last night, but we're not going to be posting that podcast. Okay, we'll leave that alone for now. <laughs> but uh, we're not going to be posting last night's podcast. I also uh, recorded with uh, Freeman Fly earlier today. And if you just happen to be tuning around to our live stream, you might have heard that because uh, I accidentally streamed part of the show. Uh, so Freeman TV, I uh, uh, premiered it live on, on my stream <laughs> while I was recording accidentally. And, uh, and other things like that have been going on. So, uh, oh, also, Chris Graves, um, under the weather again. So, you know, we, we didn't get too many shows. I think we got one out of Chris this week. And, uh, and I've been off and on with different problems and different things going on. So here we are, but let's see if we can move forward. B. Pete, how you doing this week, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's, it's been hectic and, uh, was finally able to take some time today, get some stuff done around the house. So, um, other than dealing with the, the pollen and the dust and everything else, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty productive. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I don't know. Was it? Uh, I don't remember if I had solved the problem by last week with the car. Did I finally solve the problem by last week with the car? Because I'll tell you, it was so long. No. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. Well, the car's problem is finally solved, but it took an additional. <laughs> An additional five hundred dollars. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, to do what? Oh man, you know I'll explain it to you after. But it's it's so crazy. Uh, the money that got dumped into this thing just to get it barely back to running again. Uh, twenty three, twenty two, twenty three year old car, and and we got it back to running thankfully, and hopefully it'll stay running. Uh, but uh, man, oh man, between that and uh, uh, some other stuff, like all of a sudden. I don't know if you have this problem where you are, B. Pete, but uh, I know a lot of other people around the country are not only experiencing a problem with their electric bill because of the heat, and obviously they're turning on their AC a bit more and this and that, but a lot of companies have these little rate increases that are happening, and, uh, you know, they said 4% of a rate increase, but that's not the way my bill increased, so I'm getting crushed here. I I, I don't know, man. It's, it's rough, and by the way, nobody's been requesting any of the... Uh, no, nobody's been kicking in on the swag packages lately. <laughs> so I do have a bunch of that stuff sitting here, just waiting to be sent out, and a few packages that do need to be sent out as well. Uh, but, uh, man, I've just gotten absolutely smashed in, in the past uh, couple of weeks with the car, with, um, you know, the added expense of every time you go to the grocery store. I mean, it's like everything goes up and uh, so on and so forth. I, I don't know. Everybody's reporting financial stress. Um that I'm talking to anyway. So, you know, there, there's that going on, despite the fact that we're supposed to be doing so much better with Biden economics. Whatever the hell that's supposed to be. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that's, that's where my head is at most of the time, that and the fact that I've still had, you know, problems with my uh, with my gut and this and that. I wonder if it's from the stress of it. Who knows? Uh, but But anyways... I'm 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 just babbling now. BP, help me out here. <laughs> well, not sure that I can there, Chuck. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Um, have you watched any of the headlines? Oh, you mentioned uh, RFK Jr. earlier. I thought it was very interesting that he shows up in Congress and the Dems immediately try to censor a hearing on censorship. It's hilarious. I can't believe. How dysfunctional our Congress has gotten. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Entirely dysfunctional. Like, in the first place, I know that the reason why they brought him there was because it, it was just mainly to stick it to the Democrats. I mean, that, that, that's why. <laughs> that's why Jordan brought him there. Well, not only that. I mean, he was a good <laughs> example of being of someone who was one of the first people censored on several platforms hmm. because of what he was saying about COVID and such. And it it was a good example of, you know, this stuff was not just right positioned platforms that were being censored. You know, this guy's been a Democrat since he was born, hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, it's just amazing, though, how quick the Democrats will eat their own. I mean, Debbie Wasserman and Schultz, People of Florida should be embarrassed for what she tried to pull on him and tried to, you know, she she tells the the chairman, you know, well, we want you to rescind his invitation. You know, basically, we don't want him to speak. We want to go to executive session so we don't, you know, this won't be in public. 
yeah. crap like that is just crazy. Well, um, there's that plus the MSM, the corporate media in general, uh, just oh, yeah. absolutely jumped on his head. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the idea that there was going to be this fighting back and forth and the sniping between the Republicans on the committee there. I mean, I saw some of that. Uh, and, and like, very predictable. The same kind of thing happened before with, uh, you know, the, the Trump impeachment proceedings, which now, by the way, supposedly they're going to try and uh, uh, go back and uh, roll those things back and erase them. I'm hearing uh, weird stuff like that. I've never heard of that before. But uh, somebody wants to sort of excise it from the record now. Um, and meanwhile, we're engaged in the, hey, now it's our turn to pitch a fit uh, on the other side because they have the control over the committees. Now, Wasserman Schultz is really funny to me because I hadn't seen her on TV in a while until this, uh, B. Pete. But when it came time to jump all over RFK Jr. for he's a conspiracy theorist, he's a racist. He's a this, he's a that. Uh, yeah, she got on there to do some name calling right away. <laughs> and it put the, uh, you know, the Trump defenders on the talking panels in weird positions because they're like, well, you know, this is what happened to Trump. And I'm like, no, this is not what happened to Trump. <laughs> this is a little different. And, you know, his own party did beat up on him a little bit. But once it was clear he was going to move forward, they they. It changed their tunes. I don't think the Democrats can change their tune on Bobby Kennedy Jr. And I'm wondering if it's more about jumping on him because they, they would put up with him before he had any sort of traction in the presidential race. They kind of put up with him as well. You know, look, that's that's Jr. over there. And he's a little strange. And, you know, he's got yeah, the Hollywood but he, wife. And, he never really got involved in politics that deep. You know, he never... He had certain causes that he was outspoken about, but he never really got into the heavy politics of it to the point that he was in the news every day. Because yeah. you know, a lot of people were wondering, well, you know, what the hell has he been doing for the past 30 years? You know, now he wants to run for president. Mm. I mean, he's always stayed in the background. But for them to come out like they did, immediately jumping on him like that, I thought, you know, it just shows you how desperate the, the Democrats are. Because when it comes to this argument, they have nothing to stand on. I mean, this administration blatantly went out, social platforms, and told them what they wanted censored. And we're having weekly meetings with them. Mm. And paying money to several of them for the time spent to go and search and, and quash all this stuff. So for the Democrats to come out and jump on him, and he, you know, he 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 bit back. I was it was good to see him stand up to her and say, hey, you know, what you're saying is wrong. You know, you are smearing me during this hearing and I demand time to defend myself. You're taking things I said out of context and only taking partial statements. And some of it is just flat out lies. Mm -hmm. So it was good to see him stand up for once. But it killed me the way it happened. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't ask for a better example of how dysfunctional. Congress is, let alone the Democrats themselves, when they jump on someone like him. Yeah, it was pretty wild to see that. And I, you know, the fact that they were blatantly calling him racist, is he, okay, conspiracy theorist, okay, he's the anti-vax guy. All right, I get them doing that, and that's what they're going to do. All right. You know, he made a statement, though, which yeah. surprised me, because mm -hmm. you don't ever hear this. Um, he made the statement, he says, I have never come out as anti-vax. Right. He says, what I have said is 
that vaccines should go through the same testing procedures as medicines that people take and have a rigorous testing uh, regimen that they have to go through. He says, I'm vaxxed. My kids are vaxxed. He says, but the COVID vaccine is something entirely different. Mm-hmm. He says that was an experimental drug. And, and you know, it, you don't, everybody says he's just anti-vax. But they don't go into what he's actually said on the subject. So, no, you know, he's got these, yeah. he's carrying some baggage. But for them to go to the racist end of it, he made a comment about a study that was done by the NIH right. on how, uh, certain races of people acted uh, with to greater detriment because of COVID than other races. Right. And, I mean, it was a study that was done by the NIH. He was just made comment about it. Yeah, see, now, so pause, now all pause, of a sudden they're calling right him there. racist and everything for even bringing it up. Yeah, it, no, it's, uh, right, but, yeah, pause right there because that's an interesting point to get to. First of all, he's never actually been anti-vax, but he did have questions. And they were reasonable questions to my mind because, again, I'm on that other side. I'm actually an anti-vax person. But, you know, uh, a guy, they were immediately saying he absolutely tells the lie that you know vaccines can cause autism i hate it when people do that where it's like it's a lie it's absolutely wrong well then why is it on some of the inserts okay you don't put you don't like write on a car do not swallow okay because it doesn't make any sense to put that warning on a car no but you know what i'm saying look at the prevalence of um of the autism range now and they have expanded it a little bit over the years but there is a common factor there with vaccines under certain conditions. Yes, correlation. And, and it may be, yes. and, and, but to even discuss it, I mean, it's just like this we all went through with COVID. You know, you even bring up the discussion, you're immediately silenced and quashed right. as if it's settled silence. And, and it's something that really does need to be discussed when you look at the number of vaccines that they force children to take every year. You know, it, it, these things need to be looked at. Yeah, Look at what we right. went through with the COVID vaccines that now we are finding out that the naysayers at the beginning of this thing were correct. Uh, you yeah, know, but, there were problems mm-hmm. with these things. It's not coming to light until now and it's dribbling out little by little. And yet nobody, you, oh, who are you going to hold accountable for something like that? See, but, but that's the that's the, that's the, the problem. thing that gets me though is the government yeah. is not taking responsibility for the misinformation and the flat out lies that they put out to the American public on something like that. That's the part that really infuriates me. Well, and that's the thing about this is that it, it, it is a flat lie to just say that, you know, there is no sort of correlation to this. It, 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 it's wrong. Again, you don't put do not swallow on a car. All right. Because you can't do it. You don't put irrational warnings. Okay, do not attempt to use uh, this vaccine as a flotation device. That's insane. Okay, you don't put a warning on something that has no possibility of occurring. There are warnings that say that this is a possibility. Now, I'm not absolutely and I'm not even trying to make state the case that I believe, which is that there is not only correlation, but causation here. But the argument you just stated is something to be looked at where there is a correlation. The rise in autism and the rise in vaccinations almost seem to work perfectly together on a timeline. Okay. well, there has been legitimate studies done that find a correlation. Now, they don't know what the causation is. 
but it's something that needs to be looked at further. Right. And just to say, like I've said myself, Mm -hmm. I was totally against the COVID vaccines. You couldn't have gotten me to take it if you'd held me down. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've had, you know, I was vaccinated as a kid against smallpox and polio and things like that. Of course, we went through the measles and all the small stuff ourselves because they really didn't have vaccines back then. You know, they hadn't come out yet. No, so, that, that's, yeah, this is know, where our age difference comes in because uh, I'm, I'm part of that generation where the MMR comes yeah. into play. Um, yeah. And that, that's measles, mumps, rubella. That's that combo yeah. shot, which, again, is – um, yeah. and, and, and so I'm not, I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-COVID-vax, and I'll be till the day I die, mm-hmm. you know, till they do something that they've actually done some studies on. But in that case, you know, there are studies – that have found a correlation, right? And it needs to be further addressed, right? Now, look, if we're going to if we're yeah. going to force the public to be to have to take these substances, then the very least that we owe the public is to be able to do it safely. Well, of and course, that we're not putting them at risk by doing this. Of course, and that's the problem is is the fact that you got forced situations where, you know, in order to, to have your kids go here or there, they have to have all these things in order for you to do this and that. You have to have this or that. And that was before. Yeah. So my point about that, though, not not to belabor this point too long because we now are backed up on people calling in. Um, the thing is that it's it's bad for me to sit there and look at this and have them just basically calling him a liar straight up. But that was the reaction from the media is he's a liar. He, he's a conspiracy theorist. He just, you know, he's absolutely said just crazy things. And now he says this about race. Um, you know, it is, to my mind, something that is relevant because there are uh, differences when it comes to certain people in, in in various, you know, I mean, I can easily go to the sickle cell anemia problem. Okay. Your average European white guy does not get sickle cell unless he's got some African ancestry. And yes, I'm aware that Italians get almost exactly the same disease, but guess why? <laughs> Cause there's some African ancestry that's mixed into the genome. It's that simple. And it is a similar disease. They call it something else, but even I've known people who have gone for testing where they ask, about your ethnicity they ask about your cultural history because it is a factor now i'm not saying that uh you know because they're like that, that was the other thing is you know oh, this goes with the trope that jews create uh you know epidemics and jews create plagues and i know that that was something that was said and that's been said about other people you know these people created a plague and they're immune to it and it is a racially based bioweapon but here's the thing it, you can tune things racially a bit if you know that for the most part uh, a certain population is more vulnerable now there's that plus the cultural element if you take a look at you know people in the united states that are eating all this you know gmo crap and sugar and everything else guess what we're more susceptible to certain things based on the cultural exposure to a whole bunch of crap and that's got nothing to do with our, our uh, ancestry. That's just uh, what, what's coming into our bodies. This is our experience. This is what's happening. So there are factors that come into play. Um, I know it's not politically correct to mention it, but it's the reality. Look, we, we all deserve equal treatment under the law, and everything should be colorblind and not you know, applied based on anybody's ethno whatever. I get that. But here's the thing. Uh, I thought we were supposed to trust the science, and scientifically, there are people that have greater resistance based on their ancestry that don't have resistance because of their ancestry, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. 
It's just a scientific reality, unless I misunderstand this, but this is what I always read. And I've even, uh, I, I know, well, anyway, I'm not going to get any more deep into this because I want to get to everybody. And right away, we got somebody on Skype, and uh, that is our friend Nature Boy. He's on the line, and we also got a couple of callers on the regular phone line. So let's try and move along faster this week than I, than I have been the past couple of weeks because I've been dragging too long. Nature Boy, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself, buddy? Uh, you sound a lot more mellow than me, and uh, it's yeah. it's been a weird week, man. <laughs> well, let's just say the the Candyman stopped by today, and um, you know how that goes. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So you, you're in relaxation mode. I got you. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Know it. Anyway, I was just sitting here. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry to be interrupt. No, I was just going to hand it to you because so far we've only just touched on RFK, really. And uh, like I said, we got a couple of phone callers. But what's on what's on your mind this week? Uh, anything you want to get in or get in on the RFK discussion or, uh, you know, the, the bioweapon and them calling him a racist and uh, anti-Semitic and uh, all this already? And that was MSM, the Democrats, everybody, uh, except the Republicans, who I think were just enjoying the fact that, you know, let's throw this in there and let, let them... Uh, form their circular firing squad as they always do <laughs> but anyway uh what, what are your thoughts on any of that or do you got something else you want to throw on the table no i actually i actually want to continue on with that conversation um be pete i think it was you that said something about just the increased rate of autism and yeah. it was interesting this was years ago mm. couldn't tell you but it was you know quite a few years ago i just Went to the CDC, or actually the California state's version of the CDC, and I looked up two separate graphs. I had to dig for them. One was the rate of um, autism, mm -hmm. and um, the other was the vaccine schedule for California. I think these were California statistics. And you could look at the vaccine schedule was pretty much low on the graph on the, you know, all the way up until the eighties, it increased a little bit. And then in the late nineties, it just really started shooting up. Right. Then I pulled up the other graph of the rate of autism and it was not exact, but it was damn close mm -hmm. to the vaccine schedule graph. I just showed I'm sorry, showed that was I misspoke uh, uh, that I saw. Right, and I think that there is. Well, how could you deny that there isn't something environmental? We, nobody knows what it is, but how could you not deny something's going on when the latest rate is one and thirty-eight? Mm -hmm. I heard recently, or something like that. Yes, phenomenally high. Now I don't, and I don't know if that's because it's being over um, diagnosed, but it is abnormally high. And you got to ask, okay, do we need to do a better job of, I guess, describing the criteria that truly is autism, or is this a, a spectrum? You know, they have different spectrums. You know, how far out do these spectrums go? Is it an infinite prism? throwing spectrums out there. I mean, if we could limit, I guess the biggest thing we need to do is limit what autism is and then see what the correlation is. But it's amazing. When you look at 
And it's not something that you see every day, but when you look at the number of, of vaccinations that kids have to get just to be able to attend schools nowadays, it, it's ridiculous. See, but it that's is. the thing about this. You're talking about infinite prisms, and I get it, and that is an argument for the past, say, decade or two. But here's the problem. You know what, what Dave is citing there in, in, in California? Yeah, you can do that with the national chart, too, where it's not quite perfect, but it does almost correlate exactly uh not perfectly but almost the weird thing is that before they expanded the spectrum okay they that mountain you start climbing up that mountain you start going up that line graph with before they expanded the diagnosis before they expanded the spectrum so i don't know that the spectrum is the biggest factor maybe it's part of it but then again you know the the equal argument would be well all right it wasn't being diagnosed you know when i was a kid there there were you know let's just say i was in the school system in jersey and you could end up with 40 kids in a class in any town of any size without a problem in any particular school what you're telling me is that at the very least one or two of those kids in the two classes okay because 20 something kids at each class has to have some form of autism well that wasn't the case it was mythical the same thing with peanut allergies uh, it was like one of these things that, like, I heard about a kid that was in California, and it used to be California when you're in Jersey, because, you know, send it as far away in America as possible without counting Alaska and Hawaii. Um, and they would say, you know, I heard about a kid in California died from eating a peanut. That was the legendary status of it. Take a look at the peanut allergies today. Take a look at the gluten allergies today. Take a look at all of that stuff, too along with the rise of autism and you got to ask yourself a question what changed okay between that time period when it was you know mythical it was almost not unseen so was autism and and i'll tell you why i know the autism thing was a certain way that movie rain man he was an autistic savant and at one point they called them idiot savants but that that was the character dustin hoffman played in that movie that was like one of those things we had like a national discussion about it because nobody had hardly ever seen people like that that were autistic to that degree now i promise you any town you're in america name it wherever you are if you're in a population you know uh, i mean maybe you might get away with it in a place where you got like a hundred people in town but if you're in a town with like a couple thousand people i guarantee you that not only is there enough people with autism in your town to, uh, to to be a portion of the population. But it's not something that, like, you might have just heard of from way over there. And it's not about uh, even the, the milder versions of it on the spectrum. If you go to the more extreme versions of it, you'll still find there are people that are socially awkward. There are people that are problematic. There are people that are, you know, have the uh, uh, social cues issues, whatever. The severity of it. And the dynamic nature of it might also speak to the environmental and this thing. It could be a combination. But either way, it's not, you know, a straight-up lie. It's not, you know what, uh, the old rumors, uh, if you drink Tahitian treat, you're going to be sterilized. You know, if you drink a soda, you're going to be sterilized. Uh, stuff like that, I mean, which I used to hear about in certain neighborhoods I lived in. A lot of weird things like that, you know. Uh, where, where certain companies were intentionally poisoning people and things like that. Um, 
It's not like that. It's not this weird thing that you hear about that's rumor, that's conjecture, that you, you never see. You can see it for yourself. It's right in your face now, and it's everywhere. So anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's definitely one of those things that's that's part of the reality. Um, I want to get to the people on the phone lines because now I think we got about three of them backed up. Uh, so are you ready to go to the phones, BP? Sure. All right, let's try and make sure we get to everybody as quickly as possible. And then uh, once I get everybody on the line, maybe we'll go to a break. Uh, let them step in and talk about either this or whatever it is is on their minds. 319-527-5016 is the number to call in. And don't worry, Nature Boy, we'll get back to you again uh, uh, if, if time allows for sure. So hang out and let's see what happens here. I do believe our first caller is... Jimmy James. So, uh, Jimmy, you're the first one who was on the phone line, and you got a couple people behind you, but you want to add into this discussion or drop something new on the table, or what are you thinking, man? Well, RFK Jr. found out what it's like for anyone who's black and Republican, Hispanic and Republican. Hollywood or Republican, Kennedy or Republican, you don't toe the line, you're going to get their grief. Hmm. Breaking news, Joe Biden just sent three warships and a bunch of warthogs of troops to the Middle East. I would assume hmm. bound for Syria. Wow. Do, do we have any indication as to what nation they're bound for, or uh, is that just the... And, and by the way, where are you picking this up from? Do you have a source? Yeah, I haven't read nothing yet, so take it for that. I see. Well, you know, I uh, would not be surprised. I, I've been waiting to see when the, uh, you know, because everybody's looking at Ukraine. I'm wondering where the other shoe's going to drop regarding this because we, we can't just be sending supplies to Ukraine. That's not possible. Uh, that that That's not enough to fuel the big business that is war. So uh, the way I see it is they, they, they need another conflict. So Middle East again. Well, I guess, you know, you go to what you can rely on. Here we go. Um, between that and the economic situation, what, what are you going to do? But, I mean, yeah, RFK found out what it's like to not toe the line, that's for sure. Um, and the corporate media jumped all over them every which way. Although, didn't they, did they have them on Fox News again recently, or is that, or am I imagining that, Jimmy James? I have no idea. I don't watch television. <clears throat> I just pick up. The only thing I listen to regularly from Fox is the five in podcast form. Ah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know they were still doing that. Hmm. Anyway, I know they're playing musical chairs on a lot of other networks. Tell you what we'll do. We'll move along to the next caller, see what they got to say, and uh, get back around to it because I want to make sure I get to everybody. And let's see. Seems to me like we got Harlan on the line, and it's good to hear from you, Harlan. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping you got some things on your mind. Maybe you want to continue on with the RFK discussion. What do you think of what you saw this week? Or uh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe you want to just change topics entirely, or you got some insight as to what's uh, happening in other quarters. Whatever's on your mind. How you doing? I'm just trying to live. How y'all doing? <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, 
I just caught a little bit of the RFK stuff. Uh, a lady uh, uh, put a comment on one of my posts on Facebook. She mentioned it about him being anti-Semitic. I had to go run it down and kind of look at it. You know, looks like to me it's, you know, basically like Jimmy James says, if you're not towing the line and, you, you know, you kind of step outside the narrative and the propaganda, you know, you get attacked by, you know, quote, the same people on your side. I mean, I know how that goes myself, you know, because I don't tow a lot of stuff on the right and, you know, the conservative side. But uh, it looks like to me, you know, they're just beating him up just for the sake of beating him up was that opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity plus he's daring, daring to step in the way of the uh, out-of-control absolute freight train that is uh, Joe Biden, right? Because that's the challenge here. They have an incumbent president they're going to run again. God help us all. And uh, RFK Jr. could potentially be a guy who, you know, wants to step in on the Democrats. See, that's what I don't understand about his presidential run. Even though I've subscribed to a bunch of the stuff to keep track of him, uh, uh, got a notice, uh, I think, earlier today that he's, his super PAC has already raised over $5 million. Uh, we're seeing him make significant uh, uh, movements in the polls. I think uh, Marianne Williamson has maybe uh, 6%. He's got something like 14 or 17% in the polls. There is a dissatisfaction with Biden. But realistically, uh, I can't imagine a party unless Biden is somehow rendered ineligible. I can't imagine them trading him out if he, you know, is declaring he's going to run again. So, I mean, because have you ever seen an incumbent president really do that? I mean, I, I don't I don't recall it. I mean, maybe, I mean yeah. not that I can remember, unless, you know, something's slipping my mind. Uh, you know, at this point, and I mean, I'm just calling it down the middle, it looks like it's going to be him and Trump because, uh, you mm-hmm. know, DeSantis, uh, you know, basically, you know, went and hid in the basement for six months after uh, his landslide victory. And, you know, they've attacked him and beat him to death, too. And, you know, pretty much... What's the Democrats, you know, going to do? I mean, they got somebody that won the last time, however, you know, you perceive or think or, you know, what you've gathered that how he did win. And, you know, it's like after the midterms and they asked him, they said, what are you going to do different from here out? And he just kind of, he just said, nothing. Keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Go to Pennsylvania again and again. (laughs) He keeps going to Pennsylvania, Harlan. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like, you know, a friend of mine was, you know, saying a long time ago that the Democrats should took a bigger bath in 2022 than the Republicans did in 2018, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, however that that's happening, I don't see how that it's really changing that much because you've got the Democrats as far it up. You know, they're a little bit, you know, on a winning streak under the, you know, situation. Uh, I mean, where they should have, everything's pointing that they should have lost a lot worse than they did the last time, but that didn't happen. Right. And it looks like, you know, a lot of people on the rights just drove their hands up saying, I ain't going. I'm sick of Trump. You know, DeSantis, you know, makes me want to throw up. 
and basically the rest of them, you know, don't have a chance, that's what I'm hearing from different people. Well, I'll you tell know, you another. I've heard, you know. Yeah. Another funny thing, Harlan, I want to okay. I want to move along to another caller quickly. But before I do that real fast, I want to throw some food for thought out there. I found it interesting. There were a bunch of reports um, earlier today about the Justice Department looking into abuses at the border. And I found this really interesting because, you know, when they were looking at abuses at the border a couple of years ago, everybody very quickly was pointing at the Trump administration and their policies. And they were being clearly abusive to people at the border and uh, uh, being, you know, uh, just vindictive and treating you know, people that are attempting to immigrate illegally, uh, you know, uh, rather inhumanely. And they were putting kids in cages and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, I find it fascinating that even though the DOJ is now looking into it right now and you got stuff like a, a woman giving a miscarriage caught up in barbed wire and they're criticizing uh, the, the governor of Texas for using these uh, floating uh, barricades or something, uh, all this weird stuff going on. How come nobody's saying, well, you know, the Biden administration didn't really change the Trump policies at the border and these abuses are going on under like in other words. <laughs> How come nobody was pointing at the Texas governor then about Trump? And why is it that they're not pointing at the Biden administration right now? I mean, just being equal on all ends, right? If you're going to blame the president, you know, I mean, what? so why isn't Biden taking heat for, hey, you know what? You're being abusive. You're, you're uh, endangering lives and hurting people at the border with your policies, Biden. How come that's not happening? Uh, why is that not being a thing when, again, they attack Trump on it? Now, look, I'm not a Trump fan. We know this. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, if you're going to blame one, you got to blame the other. I stand by that all the time. You know, not just because it's your guy or the guy you like who happens to be doing the bad thing. It's either a bad thing or it's not. It's got nothing to do with who actually does it. Um, well, they've already yeah. got the fall guy for the border. See, because Kamala was given the border. That was her job as vice president at the start of this administration. Yeah, We're going to let the vice president handle the border situation. Uh -huh. So <laughs> the fall guy is Mayorkas. He's the one that's been called before Congress right. and hauled before these committees. And, you know, he comes up with no answers. I've never heard uh, an administration-wide defense of that's either classified or that's under investigation or that's a personnel matter, so we can't discuss it mm -hmm. because of those three reasons. It doesn't matter the hearing. It doesn't matter the subject. It doesn't matter who's being called on the carpet. That is the pat answers. I can't get into that because it's classified. I can't get into that because it's under investigation. I can't get into that because it's a personnel matter. Oh, I have and seen we never it before. Hear anything. Oh, no, no, no. I've seen it before. And I'll tell you what, if somebody wants to go back and study tapes of other hearings that uh, did shake up things at certain points, you can hear that consistent grouping of answers. You can. I know you can. I'm not going to tell you where. I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now, guys. I'm not going to tell you where. Go back and look at the transcripts and see who answers and why about exactly in the way that you're stating right now. Uh, I would have never thought that. Joe Biden had a great tie to the intelligence community, but apparently he does.
Apparently, he's got oh, friends, yeah. okay, because this is exactly who answers that way. This is exactly how you deflect it, okay? This is exactly how it's done. I'm, I'm not uh, – I'm, I'm so tempted to just start blurting out the couple of things that you can lay those responses against, actually, BP, and figure out that there is absolutely a correlation there as to who answers that way and why. But, um, you know, pay no attention to me. I'd like people to go find out for themselves and take it. And it won't be the people you think of either. It's very interesting who answers that way. Now, I understand that ongoing investigations should not be commented on, you know, at various times for various reasons. I've seen people get very frustrated at that, whether it's local police, uh, uh, county uh, sheriffs, this and that. In recent years, how dare they hold stuff back? Look. They have to. I get that. That's a reasonable response in certain cases. But when you're looking at this stuff where they're going, what happened here three years ago, four years ago, five years ago already? Do you know this? Uh, When you see people deflecting and saying, oh, that's still an ongoing matter, and you have to ask yourself, well, gee, if they were aware of this for this long and they're supposedly investigating it, how long does it take to investigate? Is it only Hunter Biden that uh, gets the privilege of having the feet dragged on the investigation or is it others? Yeah, go take a look at it, guys. Really do that, please. Please do. Um, all right, yeah, And that's yeah. a good example. You know, dragging their feet. They missed out on two felony charges on tax of a criminal tax evasion um, and lost out on what was a hundred and what they say a hundred and I want to say one hundred seventy eight thousand dollars in taxes owed. Mm-hmm. on a certain amount and they just wrote it off drugged their feet statute of limitations ran out even though they had a certificate in there to extend the limitations while it was being investigated let it drop yeah. and yet they want to go hit joe blow down the street because he you know he took off a lunch on his on his deductions for his private business he's running as a a second game to try to pay the bills you know it's crazy yeah, an IRS agent will come to your house and check and make sure you got a desk and pencils in a certain room that you're claiming as a home office. But, you know, this over here, <laughs> you know, to not have you write off that two, three hundred dollars. But this over here, eh, no big deal. And you can take a look at who gets the preferential treatment there. I, I always note that it's interesting that you can either pay or not pay, uh, depending on who you are, and usually walk away without having to suffer any consequences. And there are people that are privileged in that way. Um, oh, anyhow. look at Geithner. What was it, um, Geithner? Who was he under? Was he, wasn't he under Bush? Oh, as, um, Treasury Secretary Geithner? Obama. Obama. Yeah, oh, okay, Obama. Obama. You know, Obama he, yeah. he gets nailed for not paying taxes for his live-in illegal nanny. And, okay, well, I'll just, I'll pay that now. Okay, you're confirmed. You can do what you want. But, you know, the guy down the street's having to sell his second car and take a third job to pay his IRS debt where they come down on him with both feet. It just kills me. And I've even seen circumstances where they go after a wife after a husband is dead over tax issues. Uh, you know, you don't, yeah. it's not like a credit card bill where you're like, look, the person's deceased who took out the credit card, okay? Uh, they'll often write that off because somebody's dead at least. Not the IRS, baby. <laughs> if they can go after, you know, your children, uh, the, the last stuff in your storage space to sell it off to get it, they usually get it. Uh, unless, yeah. unless well, the two things you can't <laughs> declare in a bankruptcy, the very two things you cannot declare in a bankruptcy. One of them has always been there, and that's 
uh, do taxes. Mm-hmm. Number two, since the government took over the student loan business, now you can't declare student loans on a bankruptcy. Oh yeah, the government's going to get theirs. And we didn't even talk about that, uh, the 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 latest in the student loan stuff and whatnot. But let's not go there because I want to get to all the callers, and we do have a few more. So, gee, I wonder. Uh, are, are not only are you Vance tastic, but I'm wondering, are you entertained, Vance, in uh, the dysfunctional nature of the governmental agencies, the Congress sitting there putting on dog and pony shows? Except no dog, no pony, because I'd rather watch animals than these people. But uh, uh, what what, do you, what are your thoughts there, Vance? Anything, or you want to throw something else on the table? Uh, I mean, there were all kinds of thoughts going through my mind listening, you know, in the last, you know, bit. But uh, right before then, I, I was thinking to myself, it's like, you know, 20 years ago, I was like, man, the, the wheels are fixing to fall off. People are going to wake up, you know, it, you know, it's, it, it, you know, we're, it's going to be obvious. Nobody can deny. Blah, blah. And never in my wildest dreams would I thought 23 years later or whatever it, that it would be this just, I mean, this is like clown world mixed with, uh, you know, the, the alternate universe of Superman and all that shit. So I, right. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting really tired of discussing it, really. <laughs> well, fair enough. Let's talk about something else. I mean, un- unless you, uh, you know, w- w- what else is on your mind then? Go-, go ahead. Throw something new in there. I mean, no, no, I'm, I got I got I, the I, death of Tony. I'm not willing to discuss okay. it. I'm just saying, you know, it's just it's getting old. It's like, you know, how, how long do we got to, you know, go through this same, you know, motion over and over and over and, and, and to where now it's. You know, obvious that that the the people that are up there representing you aren't you representing anything that's rational and logical, and and it, it doesn't matter which party it is, it just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and and so obviously, you know, the CIA has got more control over what's happening in society than anybody that's going to get on TV and tell you what's going to happen or what they're going to do or you know, et cetera, et cetera. So. Right. It's time just to you know realize that you know the the whole system's corrupt, and until we understand that to a, a functional degree, to where we can actually, I mean, that's what the founding fathers, quote unquote, you know, did was they threw off the illegal, you know, repressive government, and in my mind. This is worse than anything that the, that the colonists had to suffer under, and and people just accept it as the way it is, you know, to the point to where like the owner of the bar where I hang out, you know, and I uh, uh, interact with a lot of people and and raise issues. And the other day I was sitting there talking to his son-in-law that that is a friend of mine, and and he's like listening, you know, he's sitting at the other end of the poker table wait before the game starts and and he comes up and says Adam I just gotta you know I feel you know as your father-in-law it's my duty to you know I, I feel remiss if I didn't, you know, tell you that you, you got to watch out for this guy. You, you shouldn't be talking to this guy. And, you know, uh, he says to me, he says, you know, Vance, me and you have had several, you know, intelligence conversations. And, and uh, but, but the fact is, is that you're just wrong. <laughs> And I'm paraphrasing. It was a little more than that. And he says, "No, don't take that. I don't mean that in a bad way or anything." And I and I just looked at him right in the, in the eyes and smiled. And I said, "I know exactly what you're where you're coming from." 
and and yeah. he this guy was a teacher he, he was he, he's a teacher and you know in his mind there's just no way that anything i've ever discussed with him could possibly be true because mm-hmm. his mind has already accepted the the uh the religion or the the you know the holistic belief that you know the way he views the system is is the way that it's supposed to work. So I don't know how we get past that hurdle, but it's you know one one stick at a time on the camel's back, I guess. Well, let's talk about some other aspects of the dysfunctional system. We got another caller on the line waiting, uh, maybe two actually, and I want to get to everybody. But before I do, a couple of quick news briefs here, and I want to note what's going on in the chat room. Uh, somebody else noted, and I didn't see who, but now I don't have it in front of me. They they said that they're uh, having problems with car repairs as well uh yeah it does suck and you and i aren't the only ones i'm telling you there's a handful of people that i'm talking to we all seem to have had car trouble all at the same time one wonders if there is a conspiracy indeed uh but anyway um yeah, so there's that, and somebody, uh, let's see, Face Shifter in the chat room says Trump put people in Obama's cages. Uh, Obama murdered more people than W's drones. Yeah, Obama was the drone, you know, Obama president, so, you know, but pay no attention to that because uh, he got the Nobel Peace Prize, right? So anyway, in other news and other things to consider, a Florida jury awarded uh, an eight-year-old girl $800,000. Uh, after she got second-degree burns from McDonald's chicken nugget. That is according to the New York Post from two days ago. <laughs> Just want to tell you that. Uh, you all remember the, uh, you know, coffee burns your lap story. Well, apparently a way-too-damn-hot chicken nugget burned a little girl's mouth, and uh, she got 800 k for that. So I guess that's a new business model for and, you. And yeah, go ahead. Vance. I, 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 I saw that story today, Chuck, and I, was, I, I swear I was going to send it to you, you know, to have like a, you know, as a news story or whatever. <laughs> right. And, and w- when I read into it, it turns out that the girl was actually uh, autistic. Uh, yeah, I was. You, <laughs> so you, you, perhaps you, that played into the because she was so you know traumatized and and sat there for two minutes while it burned her lap because she couldn't react or something. It was the way I kind of remember what they were saying about it. But I, I, that, yeah, Harlan, you got go something ahead. to say about this? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to throw something in there. I'll tell you one thing: you you could take a Brandon Arn. And brand the McDonald's logo on the cheek of my ass for a lot less than eight hundred thousand right now. No, no, <laughs> Listen, I'm, back over the I'm with you. I'll take a fraction of that for the same punishment, and you can do both cheeks of my ass, no problem. Uh, so you know, yeah. 800K, and where in the hell do you get, look, let's be honest, all right, I've eaten some McDonald's in my life, I know I shouldn't, I know nobody should, it's terrible for you, but I'm sure we all have, have you ever encountered a chicken nugget that's even close to hot enough to damn well burn anything? I haven't, but okay, this little girl got one, and yeah, she's autistic, that was the punchline, Um, also, Tony Bennett died. In the uh, past day, uh, 96 years old, I believe they said. Uh, we might talk about that, but let's get to a couple of other news briefs real fast from CBS News. Uh, Alabama executes its first pre- uh, prisoner since uh, IV issues halted lethal injections. Remember that controversy from a couple of years back where a lot of people just didn't give a crap. Yeah, screw them. They're death row inmates, but you can't uh, use cruel and unusual punishment on people. That is unconstitutional. And... Uh, 
you know, botching a death sentence would be cruel and unusual punishment in my mind. But, you know, hey, pay no attention to that because screw them, right? They're prisoners. Uh, but anyway, Alabama has resumed now. I don't know if they got all their drugs or all their stuff straightened out, but you know there were problems all across the country with the issues there. And uh, I've got mixed feelings on the death penalty. I'm all for it morally on one hand, but I don't trust the system anymore. So I don't believe that the system should have the power of the death penalty at, the, at this time until we straighten it the hell out. But again, my editorials, who cares, right? There's also the weird case of this nurse who uh, allegedly saw a toddler walking down the interstate highway. Uh, Carly, Carly, whatever, how you pronounce it, Russell drove for 600 yards along an interstate while telling 911 she was following a toddler, police say. Now, that, this is uh, from The Independent, was a story sent to me here. And... Um, I have followed this story a little bit, tried to catch the news conferences. I've looked at the blurry, grainy video of this thing, and I got to tell you, I don't know why this was staged, but somebody staged this. And I got to tell you that uh, the weird explanation that I've seen among talking heads covering this uh, all over the country is, well, she was trying to get back at a boyfriend or something. And I don't understand how you stage your own kidnapping and get back at the boyfriend unless you're trying to uh, punish the boyfriend by accusing him of being the abductor. She pops back up at her own house a couple days later, I guess, and just walks in the door. Um, weirdly, she shows up, you know, kind of like she was fleeing from something but you know there's too many ring doorbells in the uh neighborhood so they saw her taking her sweet time walking up and everything and then kind of getting worked up and sprinting to her door finally that's a weird story and it's ongoing have no idea what to say about that and i always love to take a look at new jersey as well and here's a messed up story from the new york post uh new jersey uh the area where the story comes from is new jersey the headline reads as follows new jersey bus monitor was on a cell phone as a six-year-old special needs student was strangled by their own seatbelt, according to authorities. Uh, a New Jersey school bus monitor has been charged with manslaughter in the heartbreaking death of a six-year-old special needs girl. This is from the article, by the way. Strangled by her wheelchair harness while the monitor was allegedly on her cell phone. Uh, the little girl, Faja, or F-A-J-A, Faya Faja Williams, was buckled in the back of the bus by Amanda Devalia, 27, for the Monday ride to an extended school year program in Franklin Township, the Somerset County Prosecutor's Office said. During the trip, DeValia was seated near the front of the vehicle and was utilizing a cellular telephone while wearing her Bud headphone device in both ears, officials said. So here's somebody who is not texting while driving, but texting while riding and supposed to be doing their job or doing something on their damn cell phone. And, of course, that story comes out of New Jersey. I always find it weird when it comes out of Franklin Township for, for very personal reasons. But anyway, New Jersey is always... Uh, is always a crazy place. I miss it ever so much. But, um, VP, before we roll on into other stories or get back around the table or take the next call, I think we should take a break. What are you thinking? All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take one real quick and we'll come back and catch the, uh, rest of the people on the phone line. Right. And any news stories you have. Now, I said, VP, something about a shark attack and the death of Tony Bennett before the show. We didn't really touch upon those, uh, shark attacks going on in, uh, various parts of the country, but this one out of Florida is pretty wild. 
Maybe we'll cover that. Maybe we'll cover something else or continue the discussion on RFK and politics in general. I don't know, man. Let's just let it fly as it does here on the Friday night open mic Ocelli effect. Stay tuned and you can join us. 319-51... Well, anyway, 319-527-5016 is the number. Look at that. I tripped over it. Anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ocelli.com radio network. WallStreetWindow.com Gold, silver, the stock market. WallStreetWindow.com Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State, understood these trends professionally for many years, and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge. WallStreetWindow.com Go there now. Go there now. Go there now. Uncle, I'll bet you remember the time when Benjamin Fulford said that the Asian Secret Society was going to dispatch ninjas to take out the Illuminati to change the entire world for the better. That ain't never gonna happen. That it, never did. It never did, did it? Mm-mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of false promises. Fools! I can't say one. We better not say and be polite, uh, but uh, there are yeah. no false promises at the Ocelli.com no, radio network. That's exactly it. Not. It's truth, the point, right to the point. And this is what I like. Straight to the point. Ocelli. Ocelli.com. Listen now. Listen now. Revelation through conversation. The War State by Michael Swanson explains the great national transformation that took place and put the Kennedy presidency in the context of the times and reveals never-before-published information about the Cuban Missile Crisis. President Kennedy would not have been assassinated if he had been president 200 years ago. His assassination took place in the context of the Cold War and the rise of the national security state. Before World War II, the United States was a continental republic. In the decade that followed, it became an imperial superpower. Generals such as Curtis LeMay not only wanted to invade Cuba, but knew that there were short-range missiles on the island armed with nuclear warheads that they could not destroy because they were on mobile launchers. Their invasion could have led to a third world war, and they wanted to go to war anyway. The War State by Michael Swanson reveals why and will show you what President Kennedy was up against. For more information, thewarstate.com. Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on niggers, kites, wops, or greasers. Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved corps. Do you maggots understand that? Bullshit, I can't hear you. That you, John Wayne? Is this me? Who said that? Who the fuck said that? Who's the slimy little communist shit twinkle toed cocksucker down here who just signed his own death warrant? Nobody, huh? 
The very fucking godmother said, what have we got here? A fucking comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. The views expressed by Caller Schools or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity which might ensue. Thank you. Bring me 15 hookers now and get the drugs ready and take me to the private island. Nowadays, if they landed in trip ships wearing pink uniforms, going, uh, uh, tranny, 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 literally everyone would just kneel and go, oh. She goes up on a throne and craps, and they wipe her fat butt. Sorry, Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose. What? Of course he was. No, he wasn't. You lose. Of course he was. He was the star. Nope, you're wrong. Look it up. I don't have to look it up. It's common knowledge. He was on the cover of No People magazine when the movie. Everyone knows Kevin Bacon was a star of Footloose. No, it was a huge movie. It was the lead. No, 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 no. The views expressed by callers, schools, or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity. Do you like history, real history, that you were never taught in schools? Why? The Vietnam War, nuclear bombs and nation building in Southeast Asia. By author Mike Swanson, with new documentation never seen before. That will open your eyes to events that led up to this. Why? The Vietnam War, nuclear bombs and nation building in Southeast Asia. 1945 through 1961. Get your copy today at Amazon. Dot com. Why? The Vietnam War. By author Mike Swanson. Ocelli.com. Go ahead, caller. Hey, I'm interested in the truth about the JFA assassination. Right. Well, what do you want to know? Judy Baker's wild claim. Oswald girlfriend. She knew Ruby and Barry. Cancer weapons. Really? I imagine I could claim I have four wheels. It doesn't make me a wagon, but okay. Oswald was on the kill team and trying to prevent the murder of John Kennedy. Come on now. Has a real effort on the JFA assassination built into her claim? Go to Amazon.com and Judith Baker, in her own words, you'll get the results for a digital copy of a book where Walt Brown utilizes her own words and the known evidence in the case to get at, well, <laughs> a different perspective, let's say. You can get Judith Barry Baker, in her own words, from the author himself, signed, if you request it, by contacting Dr. Brown at K-I-A-S-J-F-K at AOL.com. It's a fun book, and it actually dissects the many, many fantastic claims. Names. Judith Barry Baker in her own words. Thank you for all the great information. Bye. 
covert operations that are still happening today. Larry Hancock's book, In Denial, rips the cover off many of them. Using new files, it exposes things about the Bay of Pigs that no one has ever written about before. It shows why it really failed and why the United States did not learn from it. It also shows why other countries today are doing secret operations with more success. This is the book that puts what some want to deny into the light. In Denial, Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks. Larry Hancock. For more information, go to Larry-Hancock.com. Pick up your copy of In Denial at Amazon.com in digital or physical form. Get ready, get ready. 
The Friday night open mic Ocelli effect continues here on the 21st day of July, 2023, allegedly. Anyway, uh, it's happening and we got a variety of news stories that were pulled together during the break and, uh, some of them are of interest, uh, for different reasons. Matter of fact, I'm going to take a little executive decision here and I'm going to kick the first news story out and ask a contributor to read from their news story. And, uh, then I leave it to you, BP, as to what we do next. We, we got a variety of options stuff we can cover um but uh we'll get one story out and add a caller and then you tell us where we're going how's that sound be pete because i want you to take over here <laughs> for a little bit how's that sound all right all right uh because i've been taking up too much time here i haven't let bp get too many words in yet so i want to let him have his time and uh this is not right so far i just realized the balance is not going oh, that, well. no that's fine i've been multitasking I'm, I'm watching the women's world cup game usa's playing vietnam and i'm trying to scan news headlines and then i was reading what was in the uh room but we can uh we can definitely cover naked news yeah, and, that's uh, go on from there. That's what I was thinking. So, Nature Boy, why don't you drop one of those naked news stories? Because I'll tell you something funny. I was looking for naked news stories and didn't find any uh, earlier today. I don't know why it is you're so good at finding these, but I will say that I came across one of those like uh, crazy uh, police chase, you know, TV series. There's a bunch of them, like Road Rage and and this and that and blah blah blah. I don't know how successful they are, but they're definitely like filler shows now on a bunch of TV networks. Anyways, they had a really interesting one. A bunch of different crashes were caused by this one, that one, the third one. And uh, there was a, a kind of a focus on the South there. And there was a guy on an ATV, uh, butt naked, going the opposite direction down a, a, a serious highway with the cops chasing him in the right direction on the right side of the highway. And he was cruising on this ATV, beating the speeds of the cop cars easily um, and going a long way. And this chase went on for over an hour. Somebody that was filming it and put it online did not realize that the guy was naked at first, but was just filming it as, look at this crazy guy going against traffic. Turns out he was naked on the ATV and uh, and all that. And it was the wildest thing. When they finally caught up to this guy, um, they he, he ended up doing six years. <laughs> Okay, for uh, for you know endangering people and uh, what was it improperly tampering with a vehicle, some other crap. But six years this guy got for going the wrong way down a highway naked on an ATV, and I definitely a thought of you and tried to find if there was a news story about it, and I couldn't find it. It was from a couple of years ago, but. It definitely should have made our naked news, and I don't remember us covering that story. So, uh, anyway, your talent for finding these things prevails. So we'll let you get to it, and then after that, we'll let BP uh, uh, give us the directions. And two callers waiting on the phone lines. We'll get to them right after the naked news story. So uh, we'll let them comment on it first, I think, and then uh, BP will be taking over the direction of the show. So what do you got there, Nature Boy? Pick one of those two stories you've already dropped in the live chat room at Ocelli.com, and let's roll and see what we got. How about this? I've got three stories. How about if I read out the headlines, and y'all pick which one you want me to read? There you go. BP, you pick the headline. How's that? Oh, I got to pick the headline? Yeah, I want you to I want you to uh, influence the direction of the show for the rest of it. Yes, all together. Please. 
All right. Well, wait a minute. All three are um, all three of them are in the room. One of them is the same one twice. Oh, it is. Okay, I didn't so, look at that. Yeah, story. one of them is uh, uh, let's see. Well, how about if I just read off the on meth, spice, and yeah, women on meth, spice, and crack runs through the park naked to get away from a giant spider. Uh, next one is naked and confused woman arrested in Edmond with meth. And I don't have the third one because the third one is a repeat of the second one. So what's the third one? Naked man attempts break-in at RBS City Hall and Police Department. At City Hall and the Police Department. I, I got to go with that one. That one sounds like the hey, winner to got, me. I concur, yeah. You, yeah, I mean, you're bold when you'll go breaking in naked to the Police Department. I mean, nakedly yeah. breaking into the, the Police Department. Well, by the way, RBS, what, what does RBS stand for there? The Royal do, Bank of Scotland. I do not know. Um, well, we'll probably it's discover a short it. Little yeah. article. It's from Macon County. Actually, it's your stretch of the woods, there, Mister Chuck. Oh, that figures. All right. Well, anyway, there, there's a difference okay. between Macon County and and Macon the city, by the way. Which I, I was just following up on. Uh, me and Mrs. O were looking at a, a story about a serial killer. They call her a serial killer, but I argue that she's not. Which is another news story we could cover. Is the recently arrested alleged serial killer in uh, New York, right? We could get to that news story later, but by all means, let's let's go to the RBS because I'm not sure, even though it's from my area, what the RBS is, and yeah, let's let's hear about the guy who wants to break into the police station naked in Macon County. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, I'll just read the archives to the headline. It says, Red Boiling Springs Police Department has charged a man for attempting to break into their city hall and police department. On Wednesday, April 19th, 2023, 31-year-old RBS resident James Whalen jogged up to RBS City Hall and Police Department with nothing on but socks. Whalen then punched and kicked the glass door in what appeared to be an attempt to gain entry into the building. RBS officer Zach Culbertson later made contact with Wayland, who had found clothes, and he was taken into custody for public intoxication. After further investigation, Chief James Kilman was made aware of the video footage of Wayland's endeavor, and then he was charged with indecent exposure and attempted burglary. Mr. Wayland is currently being housed in the Macon County Jail pending his $10,500 bond in the story ten and a half grand for trying to break into a police station wearing nothing but socks huh i gotta say you imagine the cop the cop talking to the lady on the street that goes so you saw the perpetrator ma'am yes sir he ran off that way uh can you tell me what he looked like well he was naked except he was wearing socks um did you get a color on the socks (laughs) ma'am Did you get were, were they the no slip type of socks, ma'am? Were they the kind you get from the hospital? See, because if the guy was wearing hospital socks, I might think he escaped from there and got, you know, <laughs> got his robe tied up somewhere and just said, screw it. Uh, but, you know, that could explain why he was naked. But we have no follow up here explaining why this guy's naked or anything like that's just it. That's the bullet point, right? Yeah, it's a short, I, you know, story. It's, it's crazy what some I mean, just that, so intoxicated, but they didn't say. I would think he'd have to be more than just drunk. You know, well, he did remember to have socks. 
Well, when I did the search for these, I included the phrase meth. So um, chances are he was a little bit higher than just alcohol. So, you know, I don't know. It's not specific. See, but it doesn't say it in the story. It doesn't. Are there any pictures that accompany the story? Perhaps there's something in the caption of the picture that gives you an idea. Is there a photograph or surveillance uh, footage, still image, something like that? Anything like that? No, well, there no, this is. is Red Boiling Springs. I don't know that they're at the, you know, the the, the the forefront of technology in such a small town. Look, fair There's enough. A screenshot from video footage. You can kind of see the dude's like upper torso, but from his titties down to his socks, it's a big blur. So there's nothing more than that. Um, let me try to expand it. Maybe there's like some more video, some maybe there's some video footage. I don't know. I'm thinking. No. I mean, somebody has um, to have TikTok white. this. They, they they do kind of look like those hospital socks, they're those like low cut socks. Mm. You know that you get in the hospital. There might I can't tell if there's treads on the bottom of it. That would be a dead giveaway. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they do sell those in the dollar store too. Uh, usually, like weird colors and things, but the hospitals always hand you the the no slip socks, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking, but who knows? I am going to uh, jump to a caller here because what what is it now? Red what spring? Here's the funny thing. This is my county. Red Boiling Springs. Red Boiling Springs. I don't know this town at all, even though we have like a, a weird sort of unified arrangement with the county of Macon, uh, where you have Macon County has a mayor instead of like, you know, say a uh, whatever you would have for a head of a county. Uh, There's a mayor for the county and there's also a mayor for the city. Uh, And yeah, it's a little it's a little bit of a weird arrangement. And it's because there's all these small towns that have these cooperative agreements and red boiling springs is one of the ones I never heard of. But let me go to a resident also. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. One little clarification. Okay. Red Boiling Springs is actually in uh, above Nashville, right on the Kentucky border. So that was Dueling Banjo's territory. So I guess there's more than one Macon County in our nation. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Red uh, Boiling Springs, Tennessee. Then that's why I never heard of it before. All right, fine. But the funny thing is they have a Macon County and they have a Macon County Jail. We have that, too. Uh, I guess, you know, sometimes you're making bacon and other times uh, you're trying to bring it home. And uh, sometimes yeah, people are Yeah, we got a Macon County naked. here in North Carolina, too. You do? Huh. Yeah, remember the movie uh, with Max Bear, Macon County Line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, I forgot all about that. Well, all right, so now it's not as relevant. With Johnny Cash. Johnny with Cash? Johnny Cash, the sheriff. Of Macon County? In the movie with the Max Bear. He was the sheriff that ended up taking care of. That's in the movie, right? I don't know. I, I, I'm Max, a little. Yeah, Max Max Bear was the was the sheriff that pulled over the teen couple. Right. Okay. But he's saying oh, Johnny Cash. Oh. Uh, yeah, Johnny Cash was the sheriff in the next county. He's the one that takes them down. 
Wow. Okay. I mean, look, yeah. you, you guys are enlightening me to a whole bunch of stuff I was not aware of. But I, I was trying to bring on somebody else who was a resident of Macon County, uh, but it, they're not a resident of this Macon County now that we've had clarification. But uh, maybe uh, she has some thoughts anyway. Mrs. O, uh, maybe you've been listening to all this and you have something you want to throw on the table. <laughs> so. Hello. Hello. How is everybody? Uh, you know, everybody's uh, everybody's yeah. their 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 own normal selves. Uh, how how are things in the other room, dear? They're good. We actually live in Bibb County, not Macon County. Yeah, but it's the Macon Bibb Cooperative County thing, though, right? Where it's like in some places it's a combination. It's it's a weird arrangement. Some. Yeah, something like that. We have a little town incorporated within our city, also. Mm-hmm. Right. No, so it's kind of neat. But anyway, um, I don't know. I guess I'll just listen to what y'all are talking about because I really don't have anything to add. All right. Well, you know, we, we've covered so far uh, some of the stories that I know you were aware of. Uh, I, I looked at the uh, and, and talked about the, the McNugget burn. Uh, we talked about autism and vaccines and how they were demonizing RFK Jr. Uh, I mentioned the serial killer, but I don't think we covered any of that. Um, we had the naked news story that we picked one out of three with Nature Boy, and that's this guy with the socks on breaking into a police station apparently naked. Uh, we're not sure if they're the no-skid hospital socks or not. Um, uh, you know, we, we have other stories, but anyway, and oh, I mentioned your favorite, uh, that weird Carly story with the, uh, lady that is, you know, people are alleging may have staged her own kidnapping and it's starting to look that way where she was uh, getting out of a car, supposedly following a toddler down the highway and calling 911 and, uh, maybe not cause nobody else saw the toddler except her. So was she having a psychotic break? Was yeah. she making things up? What was going on? Uh, so any, anything you want to comment on, go ahead before we move on to the next caller. No, not really. I mean, it's all, what, what more can you add? Okay, fair enough. B. Pete, I turn it over to you. We do have Mrs. Zoe, who didn't really enter much into the conversation yet, but, uh, you know, we got the naked news story. We could pass that around. We could uh, pass around other issues. Uh, what? It, it's up to you, brother. Well, I say we go to the second story of uh, the uh, lady trying to get away from the spider. Oh, the next naked news story, a uh, naked woman escaping from a spider. That's yeah. my favorite. Okay. That one, that one was good. All right, gentlemen, let me roll this thing out really quick here. And, and again, are there and photos? What's that, Mrs. O? Oh, sorry. Meant to put you on mute. Oh, okay. You didn't. You said something about a lottery ticket. I, I don't know what. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead and mute. And uh, all right, fine. Nature Boy, uh, on to the naked news story with the lady. Uh, along came a spider or uh, what's in the bowl, bitch. Go ahead. Woman on meth, spice, and crack runs through park naked to get away from giant spider. That's the headline. And this comes from WFLA in Tampa, Florida, mm-hmm. our favorite state. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Sorry. Police say that a naked woman was 
running through St. Petersburg, 8th St. Petersburg Park, to, uh, and was told that she was doing drugs and took her clothes off to get away from a giant spider. St. Petersburg police officers responded to Bartlett Park at 2.13 p.m. on Sunday and found Danielle Dolores Teeples, 40, completely nude. Mm. Witnesses told police that Teeples had been acting erratically and rubbing her breasts while screaming and running between two trees. There were numerous people at the park at the time of the incident, and vehicles on 4th Street South were slowing down and honking at Teeples as they saw her running around in the nude. Hmm. Teeples allegedly told police that she had recently taken spice, crystal meth, and crack. (laughs) She said she believed the giant spider was on her, so she took her clothes off to get away from it. Mm-hmm. She pulled, She told police officers that she was disturbed, or no, she told police officers she was disturbed by her. She told police officers she was disturbed by her behavior. Um, Wait, she then, told police officers that she was disturbed by her behavior? Yeah, let me reread that, man. I don't uh, have my glasses on. I'm here, sorry. So yeah, it's a weird quick question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick question. What is spice? Is that like ketamine? No, spice, like spice is a range of synthetic uh, THC type things like K2 and crap like uh, that, uh, which, you know, are, again, not natural cannabis, so therefore are subject to some weird reactions in people. I find it fascinating that she's doing spice meth and crack <laughs> because that's kind of a interesting combination you know you'd kind of yeah. think that somebody would be trying to mellow out with a little k2 or a little weed and why not just go get the damn weed uh you know you're already getting meth and crack i mean what the right. worried about the weed charge i mean what, what are we doing um it, that's weird spice uh anyway yeah if you that that's that's what spice is <laughs> so you know, you have a drug question, ask me. Um, anyways, uh, BP, that's that's what that is. But uh, you you were going to clarify there, uh, Nature Boy. Go ahead. What what was that? She was disturbed by her own behavior. What, what is going on here? Well, the last I thought the onlookers were. Hmm. The last sentence says she told officers she was disturbed by her behavior. Hmm. Whatever that means. Okay. I, I just want to make sure I heard that right. Go, go ahead. Continue. Okay. So the police said she initially refused to put her clothes back on. Peoples was arrested on a charge of exposure of sexual organs. Hmm. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, is, you know, like this chick right here, right? Like she is pre-meth hot. There's a picture of her here, right? And I'm like, yeah, before you start doing dope, you, yeah, you, you look pretty good. Now, mm, not so much. But pre-dope, hip, baby. Now, is this I a... I think I could get her off that one. Yeah, is this a giant spider, I... or is, is there something special about the spider? I mean, did she say that it was giant, or did I did I misunderstand that part of the story as well? Which is funny, because in the chat room, I see, you know, uh, a face shifter says, you know, I'd run naked on dope uh, to get away from a, uh, a spider, cut her some slack. I think he says, I think he's joking, but... Um, 
Either way, uh, is is this supposed to be some like huge gigantic spider that she was imagining, or yes. are we talking it about? It, it says giant spider was on here. Giant I'll re- spider. I'll read okay. the sentence. She said she believed a giant spider was on her, hmm. so she took off her clothes. <laughs> Look at how happy Nature Boy is. Uh, you got naked. You were pre-meth uh, sweet. All right. <laughs> pre-meth, pre-meth hot. Yikes. Um, okay, BP, uh, what do you want to do with this? <laughs> um, Let's see. What was our OLC? Here's our third one. Naked and confused woman arrested in Edmond. Oh, okay. Edmond? With meth. With meth. See, it's. I don't think it's fair. You're searching only naked stories with meth. I mean, look, people get naked on meth. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that kind of typical? Or, uh, or I think um, uh, I think a lot of times with the meth comes the nakedity. Yeah, I mean, and you know, that's why I search on it. Okay. It's hard to find good naked news. It really is. No, I'm and if you include it, yeah. the word meth on any crime, you're bound to find nudity. Mm. Well, and ecstasy, I would think, would have been the thing to get there, you know, but I don't know. Maybe ecstasy's not as popular as it once was. I mean, I'm not, you know, out shopping lately, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, but people that are usually on ecstasy, right, they're like to- they're like twirling in the park naked, right? People on meth do crazy shit, like bust into apartments and trailers and, like, Roll around naked and try to bust into police departments or get found in a sewer main somewhere in Florida, you know. <laughs> or swim the French Broad River naked. There you go. <laughs> People that are on ecstasy are like, oh, no, that's just, oh, I don't feel the energy right getting into the water right now. So in a meth is like, fuck it, the cops are on my ass. Splash and swim, baby, splash and swim. Well, next week, uh, B. Pete, I think you got to give us an update on our friend there because, oh, and by the way, the answer to the Shark Week thing uh, from earlier, I've been informed, is uh, that it begins on the 23rd of this month, apparently. So Shark Shark Week is still a thing, and uh, this year begins on the 23rd of July. Uh, didn't know that until I was just informed of it and uh, sent a link. So apparently that's what's happening um, there. <laughs> and I did send you a shark story as well. But Okay, so BP, we got people to manage. Our other caller dropped off, so we have on the line Jimmy James, Harlan, uh, Vance, and Mrs. O are all on the phone, and Nature Boy is on the Skype. So uh, what would you like to do? Are we dropping more stories in? Do you want to get into, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say about the giant spider and uh, eluding, uh, eluding it by taking your clothes off. I don't know. How giant is a giant spider? There's a question. I mean, are we talking something as well, big as your fist? Well, he's got to be or? big enough. He's yeah. got to be small enough that taking off your clothes would alleviate the situation, I would think. Well, but then again, if you've got know. a spider that's only a couple of inches, like, say, in uh, its diameter, so to speak, right? You know, a couple of inches spread, two, three inches spread, that's big enough to intimidate a lot of people. Uh, you know, tarantulas are, are giant spiders in a way, and, you know, the, the, you might have to use your whole hand to hang on to it. Is that a giant spider, or are we talking about, you know, something giant. that's bigger than a damn crab and, you know... Like, you know, War of the Worlds giant. Yeah. Like, Some, right. Somehow, Jurassic I don't think, Park giant. 
Somehow I don't think this is a real spider, gentlemen. Somehow I think in her psychotic, spiced, crystal meth and cracked out brain, she imagined that there was a giant spider that was on her that was probably trying to eat her. And that's why she took off her clothes. I don't think it was like anything like a black widow or a wolf spider. I think it was all in the bitch's head. Yeah, but see, here's the oh, thing. Oh, she might have seen a real wolf spider or a real black widow and interpreted it as a giant one. So, indeed, there could have been this could have been inspired by a real spider. See, that's why I'm asking that's the true. question. Uh, you know, and I've seen people exaggerate stuff like that and. Oddly, it's because of the the K2, and K2 is messed up, by the way. I don't know what's wrong with it, but the way that they synthetically developed that crap, and it was legal uh, in in Jersey for a little while, and then different townships were kicking it out because it was causing problems like this all by itself without the meth and the crack um, in the combination. So, you know, uh, I don't know, K2 and, and, and any of those chemical, K2 I think is a brand, but any of those like chemical artificial weeds, why bother with it? Just get the real stuff, the natural thing. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that your results might not, you know, go sideways with that, but it's less likely to be twisted up if it's the real deal, I think. That's just my opinion, but, you know, my two cents, that that and a dollar will not even buy you a candy bar now. So, um, anyways, BP, uh, real what quick, should we do? Real quick, Chuck, uh, you wanted an update on the original Naked News guy, James Cody Picard. Yeah. And uh looks like all his cases have been postponed till the 7th of August. Oh, wow. So... I'm wondering how long he's going to be able to postpone stuff before it finally gets called before the court. Because he's riding the bench in jail right now, so. Mm. Yeah, well, I've seen people, you know, hang like that for like a year or two. But this guy's been at it a while. How, how long has he been in there? When, when did he first go in? Do you remember exactly? He got nailed. Well, let's see. Let me call up his first offense here. Um. And it may not be him who's asking for the continuations and the extensions. It could be uh, other extenuating circumstances. I mean, I, I've seen that before, too. You know, a prosecutor can't be in three places at once. Uh, you know, something like that. They're waiting for lab results, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, problems with the court and overbooking, you know. Things do happen like that, as, as I was trying to tell people when they were complaining yeah, well, about Well, things got yeah. things did get backed up over COVID and all, and I think that's when he got busted. Was like in, it, I want to say it was either late 2020 or early 2021. Mm, okay. So, I mean, it's we're been looking well at, over a year. Yeah, so well we're looking at a two year. or three year problem here already. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I you know, mean, and this guy, I mean, he's not going anywhere. They've got him on like 37 charges. So, uh, you know, I don't. Which is funny. One of them is assault on a police officer. You think that'd be the one with the worst bond and everything, but it's not. All they're giving me is charges. They're not giving me. They give me offense code and statute, but no date of offense. So, <clears throat> well, there you go. I have to look that up. Anyway, we'll we'll find it out. I'm sure we can uh, go back and find the original story somewhere, and that'll give us an idea when it occurred. Yeah, I get in the news archives. Yeah. So I'm sure it's uh, it's in there. Maybe you can give us that update next week. So where should we go now with the callers we have, the stories we have? And I'll check the lines and see if anybody else is trying to join as well while you're doing that. Well, I mean, we can go around the horn and see what anybody's got uh, new story-wise or anything else they want to throw in. 
Okay, fair enough. We've got eh, approximately a half hour left. So, you know, we got enough time to get around to everybody. So where should we start? Uh, let's start with uh, Mrs. O. What's what's new with Mrs. O, and has she got a garden going this year? Mm. Well, Mrs. O, I'll let you speak yeah. about the garden, but uh, I know we've been hindered greatly by the car <laughs> and uh, the nightmare yeah. that was. Yeah, go ahead, hon. Well, it's my birthday tomorrow. Yes, it is. I'll be 53. Right. Indeed. <clears throat> so... With that, we're doing nothing because my car is my birthday gift. <laughs> well, sadly. The money pit. Yeah, I mean, look, I couldn't help what went on there. I mean, it was not my preference to keep dumping money into that thing. But, you know, what choice do we have? We can't afford to get another car right away. And, uh, you know, so we had to put the 23-year-old car back on the road. I mean, look at it this way. You're, you're, you're 30 yeah. years uh, older than the car. <laughs> right I am. It's a 2000 oh. Saturn, yeah. by the and way. And it's hot, hotter than hell here. So we're not going outside or doing anything. It's, it's ridiculous. I think the heat index is like 108 or 109. That's not even porch oh, sitting weather. Mm. No, that's really been brutal. And then with the medicine, I can't sit out in the heat with the medicines I have to take. So, yeah, well, due to the fun, due, fun. due to some of the medicines that you take because of the heart attack from uh, it's about two years ago with the heart attack now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so due to those medicines, still, uh, you're a little more susceptible to heat problems, which really sucks because she goes out for like, you know, five minutes and, uh, man, oh man, uh, it's, it's brutal on her. So it's not like we're going to sit outside. So the garden has not gotten done. Matter of fact, we got a bush out front that I don't know what the hell to do with because I've never seen a bush grow like this. Uh, it sort of has sprouted up and, and, uh, completely covered our little walkway now. And, uh, it's, uh, it's expanding. It's reach this damn bush, um, and I don't have it's shears. What is it called? It's a Latanya, Latania. Okay, it's got these beautiful little Lan flowers on it. It's, it looks like a Lantana. butterfly bush, but it's not a butterfly bush. Yeah, that is it. Lantana, it's beautiful, yeah. but it just grows so fast that it's literally covered our walkway, and it's growing now over the steps to the porch. So. You know, I'll get out there to do it one of these mornings, but it's 85 degrees when I get up at 8 o'clock. Mm. So, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I got a package recently. Sooner or later, it'll get done. Yeah, I got a package recently because I got some more of those tote bags, you know, for the swag packages, which, by the way, if you guys wanted one, do let me know, uh, especially if you haven't been mailed your package yet. There's only a couple of you that haven't been mailed yet. But uh, if you wanted a tote included in there, I'll include it. And uh, anybody new coming along or wants to re-up again, uh, gladly put a tote bag in there, another hat, whatever you want. But uh, I got that package, and I, I think, I'm not certain, but I think what happened that day is that the, the post office person sort of just tossed the package over the bush because they couldn't, you know, our, our stairway is practically hidden by this thing now. Uh, so they sort of tossed it on the porch over the bush. Um, so good thing nothing was breakable in there. <laughs> okay, it was tote bags. Uh, 
What's I that? have one. I use it. I use it as a purse, the tote bag. Oh yeah, no, they're really yeah. nice. I gave you one because uh, you you liked it. Uh, they're black. You guys have seen the pictures on the uh, graphics, I hope. Um, but anyway, yeah, I do have them just for everybody's uh, knowledge. Um, and uh, be more than happy to send one to you. I've got uh, z- them zipped up in plastic bags, uh, all separated and ready to go. And uh, whatever it is, we don't, you know, move out to people that want to support the network, uh, you know, through the mail. Uh, if you meet us in Dallas, who knows, maybe I'll have a, a handful of them to give away or to offer up for people who want to support our trip home. Because uh, me and BP will be going to Dallas. I got to promote that earlier today, by the way, on the uh, on Freeman TV. Uh, BP. So uh, I did mention that we're taking a road trip. Cool. I think I just named you as my Friday night co-host. Uh, I said, you know, my myself and my Friday night co-host will be there, and we're going to be a part of the conference, but also getting together with those that want to to uh, meet and greet us, and uh, just sort of have a little, uh, you know, celebration of ten years of the effect. Get together along with the conference, so because uh, I'm taking the attitude that we're going to have a good time when we go there and uh, enjoy the conference, learn something, yes, but also uh, I'd like to. Uh, hang with some of you guys. I'm hoping that Vance, who's on the line, uh, will be able to make it over and meet with us. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, our friend who calls himself Creative Accidents might be able to come by. He's another guy who's uh, close enough to Dallas that it wouldn't be that bad for him to get there, maybe. And uh, we have others that are coming from other states, uh, so on and so forth. I've confirmed Mike Swanson is going to be there. Uh, Larry Hancock will be there. So a lot of people who you know, you'll be able to meet face-to-face if you uh, come to Dallas with us. Plus, uh, we're going to be hanging out a little bit here and there. Uh, Oh, yeah, Ace Ace Lynn Miller as well um, has, uh, I think, booked a flight. Uh, And there's a few other guys that uh, have said they're going, and I'm I'm hoping that we have a little little almost takeover of the conference. I think it'll be nice. Plus, uh, we might just might go ahead and invade somebody else's space. Uh, with some books, because <laughs> we're gonna have bunches of books. Well, I think y'all are gonna have a great time. That's I gonna be so. fun. I hope so. But we gotta survive in between now and then. And uh, yeah, that five five hundred more dollars into the car did not help. Uh, you know, on top of the money that I had been spending previous, and uh, with the help from friends, I wouldn't have even been able to do any of it uh, without their help. But uh, for God's sake, I mean, it just absolutely has devastated us. So, no, dear, I cannot take you out to dinner. Oh, tomorrow yeah it is a good car when when it's running right mm-hmm. it's a saturn and it's a good running car i mean it, it doesn't take much gas i put five to eight dollars in it and you know i just buzz around town now and that'll last all week yeah it's a good economical little car for the age it's just you know everything started breaking at one time well, you know, to be honest with you, I think that that first mechanic scumbag decided to sabotage a few things to make work for himself is what happened here. And I'm not pleased with him. And uh, I really uh, I'm really hoping some bad things happen to him and uh, might be willing to do some bad things to him if I got to deal with him again, because I really do feel as though that guy caused problems because we. We went and got a guy to fix one problem that shouldn't have led to these other problems, and it did. So, you know, it just seems to me like, yeah, and uh, I got other reasons for thinking that, but I don't want to belabor that. It's just that it has wiped us out financially uh, to to get the car running. So, you know, we got a running car, but nowhere to go, and I can't take you out to dinner tomorrow. It's just not going to happen. You know, what can I do? 
That's okay. The yeah. car's running. That's the main important thing. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately so. And it messed up Frankie's birthday even because Thank this you. has been going on for almost a month. But anyhow... Leave it be. It is what it is. And, uh, again, if you guys kick in at Ocelli.com, I'm not necessarily going to be running out to dinner with Mrs. O because i got bills to pay, too. But, uh, but you know, if by some miracle I did end up with enough to take her out, maybe uh, maybe I'll go get you some McNuggets, and we'll see if we can draw ourselves 800 k off of a way-too-hot McNugget. How about that, hon? What do you say to that? No? Yes? Okay. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Hey, look, 800000 you know, as Harlan said, you could brand my ass with a McDonald's logo for $800,000. Matter of fact, Harlan said he'd do it for less, and so did I. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so we are volunteering McDonald's. You know, hey, for, for, for probably two hundred thousand, they could brand me on one side of my ass and cram a twenty piece in it. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's cooled off, though. There's uh, horrible blisters all up in there. <laughs> yeah, but look, there's a visual we didn't need. But well, thank you. Yeah. Work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, B. Pete, what's your idea about about taking control? We got about another uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes left. (laughs) I don't know if I want to touch this. Well, you know, Harlan's talking about putting McNuggets up his ass. I mean, again, for two hundred grand, I don't care if they're hot or not. I guess I would take it too. Uh, you know, nah, I did, I'd have to get more than two hundred grand to stick a nugget up my ass. I'm sorry. Uh, it's only what a chicken would nugget. You do for two hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> that is the question. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> not that, but two hundred grand. Klondike bar. I like, you know, not a hot chicken nugget. I'm sorry. Well, what about cold chicken nuggets? I mean, how about cold chicken nuggets? Where's the line, BP? I mean, you know. I don't know. You're really not into chicken up your ass for some reason. It's just... Look, I'm not suggesting it as a home game. I'm just saying that, of course, theoretically, whenever you do this kind of thing, it's great. Because, like, imagine the scenario. I would hate to see the online version if it weren't at home game. I mean, because imagine this for a second, right? Whenever people bring these things up, like, you know, when you get in these odd sort of conversations, I mean, these are not the conversations Vance has at the bar. But at a lot of bars, you wind up with these, you know, what would you do if this happened and would you would you kill this person instead of that person would you uh you know would you take a, a certain amount of money to do I that see the, yeah. i can see the game for sale on the ocelli at the ocelli store <laughs> <laughs> contraband <laughs> does not include nuggets <laughs> nuggets not included damn yeah. you gotta at least Have give them a coupon your own nuggets. you gotta give them a coupon for discounts on the nuggets so at least right i mean well it's kind of like the old mr potato head where you had to provide your own potato Okay then. Right. <laughs> there you go. So BP nuggets. So BP, in order to get back around to everybody, where should we go now? I mean, I, I think we we've exhausted naked news and uh, nuggets up the ass. Well, I have to ask Jimmy. Jimmy, does do you have a preference for any certain item that you would you know take a couple hundred thousand to shove up your butt? <laughs> Waiting with bated breath. Jimmy James, I don't. Are you going to answer that or? 
<laughs> what would you shove up your butt for two hundred thou? Wow. And Jimmy's just not answering. Okay. <laughs> well, nature boy, y'all know the difference it's, between. It's ba- yeah. Go ahead. What, what, what's the difference between what and what, uh, Vance? <laughs> you know the difference between kinky and perverted. Tell me. <laughs> kinky's, kinky's when you take a feather and you tipple her, tickle her nipples and you know her thighs and. When you bring the whole chicken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perverted. Bring the whole chicken. Nice. Oh, is Nature Boy still with us? All right, it's it's, it's his turn. What would you shove up your butt for two hundred thou? Repeat. When you said, "What would you?" I, I just imagined in my visual mind a game show from the seventies, and Bob Harker walking up on the brand new game show. What would you shove up your ass for two hundred thou? Hey, we've got Billy Bob over there. We got Sarah, and we got. Um, come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on down. See, <laughs> I'm thinking Gene. Tundra. I'm thinking Gene Rayburn would be the right host for that show. You know, maybe it's just me. You know, the guy who used to do match game. Oh, Rip Taylor is. Rip Taylor, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know. Richard Dawson would probably do a good job. If he were still around. Wow, there's a thought. Um, would that be more disturbing with Richard Dawson? I think it would be. Well, he would give the show a touch of class that it wouldn't normally have, based on the premise of sticking something up your butt for two hundred thousand. He would have a little bit of a class on that. I could, he has that English accent. You know, Richard what about Dawson? Schultz? What about Schultz, the guy that played Schultz? Dutton. I know I nothing. And I would not put nothing up my ass for 200,000. Well, 250,000 graphy that watermelon, but 200,000? Nine. I see nothing. Uh, Bob Crane might have done it for free, so. Anyways. <laughs> Bob Crane uh, I was going to say he'd film it. it. Yeah. Yeah, he'd film it. He'd film it. So there you go. You hey, did get... they ever find anybody? Did they ever? Did they ever have a suspect in his death? Well, I think they had suspects, but I don't think they ever satisfactorily concluded anything about who actually, you know, bashed in his head. But who knows? You know, it's one of those uh, Hollywood mysteries. They always bring it up, right? Because it's just bizarre. Anyways, let's um, let's go ahead and, and go down the line. Jimmy James, are you still with us, man, or what? Because I'm not hearing from you, but I see you on the line. I'm almost you. Ah, okay, you're still there. Great. I, you didn't want to answer the uh, what would you put up your ass question. I understand that, but how about we uh, uh, begin getting the uh, final thoughts for the week from everybody with you, whatever they may be, and uh, then BP, you pick who's next, and we'll roll down the line. How's that sound? Uh, oh, that sounds good. Okay. Go ahead, Jimmy James. What's what's on your mind? What's your final thoughts for the week? Uh, don't know. I see Shakur. Two search warrants were uh, issued in the Tupac shooting. Stay tuned for developments. 
You know, that's a great story I wish we had gotten to tonight that uh, that I was actually looking at. And they interviewed uh, the guy they said was his stepbrother on TV, but I think is actually, in, in fact, his half-brother, uh, who didn't have much to say. But what's interesting is... Um, Follow on from the Netflix documentary, these are all people we had heard about before. And uh, what is it, 27 years since Tupac was murdered. And uh, they, they conducted this search on this guy's home. So I don't know what's going on there, but would be interesting if they solved it 27 damn years later. Uh, what is it, Keefe D, that guy calls himself, uh, is apparently involved in his nephew. Uh, alleged witnesses to the shooting, so on and so forth. But here we go. That is an emerging story. Might be time for us to get John Potash on the show and uh, ask him about it. Hmm? I don't know if they were looking for a weapon. Well, they might have been looking for a weapon or God knows what. I mean, you know, 27 years later, you figure a lot of people would relax. And maybe it is a good time to find somebody hanging on to a trophy or, you know, who knows what. I mean, there there could indeed be a videotape floating around somewhere. Because, you know, it's not like today where you can easily trade a file. There could be somebody's VHS from their their handheld camcorder sitting somewhere with evidence on it, for all we know, uh, given that it was 27 years ago. You know what I mean? So, or simple DNA. Yeah, it could you know, be DNA. DNA. Yeah. Could be that. Could be that. And the weird reports about what they took out of the house and stuff, it's pretty wild. Of course, we've also been looking at the searches on the uh, serial killer uh, out on uh, Long Island, too. Uh, his home was searched. His wife filed for divorce the day after he was arrested. Uh, what makes you wonder what she knew when she knew it. But uh, anyways, all that's happening. Uh, stay tuned on that, Jimmy James. Good point. Anything else? man well look it was good to hear from you either way and uh appreciate you stay tuned everybody and of course i always love the fact that we can almost count on a call from jimmy james anytime we open up the phone lines here especially on fridays but bp who would we like to hear from next in your mind um i guess we could go to harlan all righty harlan still with us yeah, something that a uh, few things I'd like to say. Some of the stuff Nature Boy said earlier about the, uh, adding up, you know, the more shots, just, you know, time moved on up into the, you know, to the 90s on the autism. Yeah. I'd seen some of that same stuff and then heard some of the same stuff myself back probably 10 or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing I like to bring up the whole floating gimmick. I'm on the Rio Grande. I'm I'm pretty close to the border right now myself. Mm-hmm. I saw that two or three weeks back, and man, I sure hope there's a net up under that because if they're not, somebody all they're going to have to do is just hold their breath and just like dip down under it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the only one that's thinking about that because nobody ever said anything about a net down yeah, there's only the one story about somebody getting caught in a wire uh, and supposedly miscarrying a baby, right, during that getting caught in a wire. But I don't know if it's like a connective wire or if there's like a wire mesh or I'm not sure about all these things, but it's it's pretty crazy, those flo- floating barricades, right? You've actually seen them in person? Uh, yeah. Hmm. No, no, I've not seen them in person. I might get to see them tomorrow because I'm pretty close uh, 
Del Paso. When you go through there, you know, you can kind of look over it. You can see, you know, actually some of the Rio Grande, but uh, I'll see what I can see. Well, let us know, because I'm, I'm curious about these things, considering it's, uh, you know, again, some political talking point, but nobody's pointing a finger at the Bidens on this, which I find interesting. Uh, everybody wanted to point at the president. No, it's Obama's cages. No, it's Trump's cages. No, it's Trump's policies. No, it's Obama's policies. But nobody is, is saying Biden. Now, uh, interesting point about how it's uh, Kamala supposed to have been responsible for the border. Yeah, but we haven't heard about that in a while. Has she been down there doing anything? Anybody know? Where is Kamala? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you no, know? She's been going around giving speeches the past couple, uh, three, four weeks. Mm. She's not been down to the border. Doesn't seem like she's on the job there, huh? <laughs> not at all. Well, there's that, and of course, Mayorkas, they want to impeach him along with everybody else. There's even been talk about impeaching Garland uh, recently because of the uh, dragging the feet on uh, Hunter Biden and all, but I don't know, man. You know, they're going to impeach everybody, and maybe they should all impeach each other. Uh, what can I say anymore? But Harlan, appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, let us know about what you see on the Rio Grande, huh? Okay, I'd like to mention one more thing. Uh, you sure. know, Chris Graves, he, he's been kind of sick to on and off for the last week or two. If anybody can get over to his Twitter page and, you know, send him a few dollars on PayPal, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. He's not feeling too good today, and he's not been making the shows uh, the last few weeks the way he was. He jumped in and made several other days, but he's back to feeling bad again tonight. Yeah, he didn't make his show tonight and uh, told me that, uh, you know, what he was feeling like. I, I, I don't know what to say. He's got to get certain things under control. I hope he, uh, I hope he does. I hope he succeeds. Uh, you know, again, he's not the only guy I know with health struggles lately and, and other struggles. Also, uh, shout out to, uh, the guy known as Erroneous Method, who has had a, a serious life challenge, uh, as well recently. Uh, and will likely not be joining us as a uh, broadcaster on the network as I had planned to bring him on. Uh, still in talks with a cult priestess, though, so hopefully we'll be adding her soon. But Erroneous Method will not be added to Ocelli.com, and it's not because I don't like or love the guy. It's because his life has definitely gotten in the way uh, at this point, and uh, he's in a, in, in a position, too. Uh, not because of his health, but because of circumstances, uh, because of a flood and the loss of his stuff and everything else. So um, anyway, there's uh, a lot of us that are getting hit with some challenges recently, and Chris is one of them. And uh, absolutely, we wish him well and recovery quickly. Uh, so, yeah, of course, do what you can for anybody who's well, everybody- in need. Mm-hmm. Chuck, a few dollars, too. Sounds like, you know, he, he's in need, and everybody have a good night. We'll try to catch you next week. Absolutely, Harlan. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for mentioning that. Appreciate it. Let's see now. I will put okay, man. Thank you. I'll put Harlan on hold, and that leaves us with, let's see, Vance, Mrs. O, and, of course, Nature Boy on the Skype, uh, BP. So where are we going next? Oh, we go to Vance. Get his parting thoughts. Sure. Hey, uh, I was going to, I wish I had a way to, uh, I wanted to tell Harlan if he gets by San Antonio to, you know, look me up. So I got to figure out a way to get my number or something. If he's going to happen to come through San Antonio area, because I'd like to hook up with him, have a beer or whatever. 
And uh, beyond that, uh, I wanted to mention just one little funny thing. We were talking about the commercials and stuff, and, and there's one that's been running lately, last month or two, I've been seeing, seeing called uh, for a company called Legacy Box. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the, it says, do you have films, photos, uh, VHS, whatever types of media that are that are degrading just send them to us and we'll put them together <laughs> and it says that, that are degrading <laughs> and i'm like they didn't proofread this or something it's like you you, you you could come up with a better term and i'm just wondering how many people you know might send the wrong pictures you know <laughs> Right. right. Hey, honey, I'm sending our home movies to Legacy Box. And then next thing you know, the FBI's at the door. I couldn't believe it. Sure, we'd like to talk to you about your penguin. Yeah, well, there's... All all this vaccine stuff that y'all were talking about, uh, uh, Richard Dawson, and I I just had problems with my cable box, and, and all I was getting was all these old movies and stuff, and watching a lot of the match game you know what was it match game family feud he used to do that family feud and a bunch of others and and anyway back in the 60s or whatever he kissed every single person on the lips i mean they were kissing each other all these game show hosts you know kissing each other the the, the, you know contestants on the lips and stuff and you know (laughs) so no telling what richard dawson would do for two hundred thousand dollars back then but but uh, and then you know all this and and then uh, also Andy Griffith's show there was an episode about uh, some one of the local farmers or, or ranchers or whatever uh, uh, didn't want to take the the uh, tetanus shot I believe it was a tetanus shot and he was like you know refusing and and uh, the lady from the health you know <laughs> department comes to Andy to get help you know to you know because we got to get him and they were pushing that whole narrative about we have to do this for the greater good of the the, the community and 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 eventually you know convinced him to get the vaccine and all that and then like uh, here like 2001 or two that there was this uh, HPV human papillomavirus thing and a girl that uh, was uh, related to a guy I worked with was uh, at University of Texas and she got that HPV and got real sick and almost died and mm-hmm. I think she had a foot amputated or something I I can't remember the details but at some point the apparently the the vaccine people came and got her to be like a spokesperson and her and her mother went to uh, Rick Perry was the the governor at the time and and they got this whole initiative started to start requiring students to have this because and and it's something that women have and I've never heard of any males uh, being affected by it other than one of the 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 Carrie Carrie Vaughn Eric or whatever I think he died because his girlfriend had it and so you can catch it through like sexual con you know right. contact but uh, 
but uh, but now there's all these commercials every every other commercials about you know you got to everybody you know males females young children old people need to get this HPV virus so it's just more of the it shows you the control of the pharmaceutical you know the cabal or whatever that's you know making money on all these shots and that's why you know all the children and everything and with the pilots trying to mandate that government employees have to do it so then they can you know they are they can already force you know military the government is a big you know uh, 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 employer and and so you know uh, uh, if they can convict anyway it just leads to further uh, 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 socializing it to where they can force everybody to do it you know because of whatever threat that's coming up and as far as the border thing the, uh, the it has razor wire on the top I know and I haven't. I just assume there. I I, I I haven't seen it demonstrated or a diagram of it or anything. But you would think they'd have to have something under there, whether it's just razor wire also extending down under the the, uh, the like big bubbles, mm-hmm. and uh, or or what. But in my mind, if it was a net, well, that would cause a lot of fish to get fouled up there, and would be you know something that the parks and wildlife and all that wouldn't uh, you know allowed to happen so who knows about that but but uh yeah, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of barbaric i guess but you know they that that's the show they're they're putting on so that, that's enough. all i got to say fair enough and vance just for the record i want you to know that i just sent your email address uh to harlan so uh this way you guys could get in touch with each other if you want uh Harlan, I sent it to the address that you recently, you and I recently bat, batted emails back and forth uh, through. So you can get it from there if you like, uh, Vance's email address. And you guys can socialize at your own will that way if you get in touch. So there's that. Uh, I always try and help facilitate if people want to, you know, get together or get in contact with each other. So did that, and uh, that's up to you guys now. So anyway, that leaves us with, let's see, I guess just Mrs. O and Nature Boy, BP. Yep. Jump ball. Where, you know, whoever, uh, just go to Nature Boy. Go to Nature we'll Boy finish first. Out with Mrs. O. Let Mrs. O finish it. Okay. Mrs. O, get yourself ready because you're going to finish the comments. But uh, Nature Boy, what's your final thought for the week? Well, a few things. First of all, did you say that you were on Freeman's show? Today? Yeah. By yourself or with the Greek? No, by myself. Wow. Right on, dude. Right on. Congratulations, man. Yeah, I'm actually very happy. I, it took me a while. to. I, I wanted to have a long sit down with him for a while, and he only really appeared on the uh, 2000s show, uh, you know, a while yeah. back. Um, but, you know, yeah. it's just different things kept happening. And uh, finally, yeah, it just... It was uh, a cult priestess actually helped facilitate that. Shout out to you, lady. Appreciate you. But for years, I wanted to uh, have a nice sit down with Freeman, and uh, mm-hmm. we did two hours together. So one hour is uh, out there in public, and the others in his member section. Uh, so there you go. Um, but I was recording that earlier and accidentally broadcast part of it uh, on the stream. So <laughs> some people on the live stream got part of it. But anyway. Well, 
That's that. That's cool. Um, I'm, then I'll listen to it. I listen to it every Saturday. I've been a Freeman member for many, many years now. So that's it. And also, everybody out there, of course, support Chuck O'Chelly, support Chris. Um, BP or somebody, could you let me and everybody know, uh, does Chris have an email or a website that we can go to if somebody wants to donate to him? Well, I'll tell you what, I can answer that uh, real fast. In fact, if you go to any of the uh, Get Mad um, uh, episodes on Ocelli.com, all right, you'll see that his uh, his uh, PayPal address is there. His Cash App address, I think, is still there on all of them. Uh, but check it out. His PayPal address is there. Okay, good deal. And just to finish it up after that, um, Wild Card Wednesdays, we've got some really good guests coming up here. This Wednesday, it's going to be uh, William Ramsey. And then I'm looking in the future. I haven't confirmed the dates yet, but I'm in talks with uh, Pete Parada, the former drummer from The Offspring, who had made the decision to leave one of the biggest bands in the industry because he wouldn't take the jab. He has an interesting, interesting story to tell. Then also, um, I'm in talks with Christina Urso. She goes by the monochrome Radix Veridim, and she's producing and making a really good documentary on the kidnapping of, or the kidnapping plot of Governor Whitmer. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that whole COINTEL thing. And we've got some other guests lined up. We've got regular guests during the week. Of course, we've got guests get mad with Chris Graves. And um, on that, everybody out in radio land, everybody on the call, you have a good weekend. And thanks for letting me be part of this on Friday night. Also, uh, you know, Aaron Franz, although he's been a little sporadic lately, is still on Sundays. And we're planning on adding a Sunday show along with the Cult Priestess when that happens in the very near future. Uh, also, I recently acquired a couple of T-shirts, uh, Monkey Suit Twister T-shirts, a couple of them, not too many. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, that's Uncle and Aaron when they do their punk band thing. So the front of the T-shirt has Uncle with a mohawk, uh, the art created by Aaron Franz, but uh, put onto a T-shirt by me. And I have those to be randomly inserted into the swag bags. So just so you know, there's an interesting array of T-shirts. <laughs> and uh, you might get a Monkey Suit Twister T-shirt. Okay. So that's something. And Aaron uh, airs uh, 10 p.m. Eastern um, with the Age of Transitions first, and then Uncle the Broadcast at 11 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Uh, Chris has been sporadic, but he's supposed to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday with Get Mad. And uh, I've been sporadic, and we'll be getting back to i got a full boat next week. So Pierce Redman will be with me. Uh, we have uh, William Ramsey. We have, um, let's see, we have a journalist on Monday who I'm not sure about the topic yet. Thursday, I think Larry Hancock might be back, uh, and of course the Friday show as we do it. So it's going to be an interesting week next week, and a lot more content is going to come out of Ocelli.com, just so you know. And uh, I put the links to support Chris in the chat room uh, at Ocelli.com as well, if that's what you want to do. Uh, of course, we need your support. Chris needs your support. A lot of people do, because man, a lot of things are sucking for a lot of us. Chris is having medical issues. I've been having medical issues, uh, so on and so forth. So, you know, it's that time, man. If you want to keep us going, you keep us going. And if you don't, then don't complain when we're gone. Pretty simple there. Uh, anyway, that's uh, thanks for bringing all that up. Nature Boy, appreciate you. 
Thank you. And uh, B. Pete, I guess that leaves Mrs. O and you. So, Mrs. O, are you yep. ready to throw something in? Perhaps not. She okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is she on mute? Let me see here. It looks to me like she may have dropped off the line. Sorry. B. Pete, um, you know, uh, I'll just I'll leave it to you to close it out then. How's that? Alrighty, well, I'd like to uh, say thanks for everybody that called in and everybody that was in the chat room. Uh, another good week is in the can, so everybody that can, go to com and hit the donate button. Do what you can to, to help out. Every little bit helps. It adds up over time. Uh, other than that, uh, looking forward to uh, this next week at work, hoping to get a lot of stuff done, and we'll come back next Friday and do it again. How about that? That sounds great. I'm going to try and drop a little something into the chat room here. I don't know if I'll successfully get it in there, but uh, let's see if we can. I don't know if this works. Okay, I tried to pick up something off of my own page, and I ended up with a whole bunch of text. Anyway, my link tree is there at Ocelli.com in the chat room. Um and uh, Chris's links are there, and there's links to some of the stories from tonight's show, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, somebody sent us a, uh, let's see, dig the tote bag. Somebody sent us a picture of their tote bag. Right. Excellent. Great. Those are available. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with me if that's what you want. Get in touch with me if you want to participate in the HAT program. Be more than happy to send you a thank you for any of your support. And uh, also, uh, you can get a Get Mad with Chris Graves hat through me if you like. He doesn't have those, but um, I definitely uh, would, would like to help out Chris myself if I could, but I'm not in that position. So if you do that, that's great as well. And uh, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in, listening, participating, share with friends, do what you can. Because uh, we need every little bit of support that we can get, however it's done. And no matter who you are, where you are, when you are, remember this. I am merely Ocelli and all of you are indeed the effect. Good night. Good night.